What's going on, everyone? Strap on your helmet, grab your jersey, and get ready for this podcast because the NFL season has officially started. What's up, Dave? What's up, man? Don't put, don't get your uh, Steelers jersey on. You don't want to put that one on. <laughs> yeah, after last week, it was kind of kind of sad, man. Yeah, but it's uh, it's been a. I feel like we just, this is the way we start each podcast, like saying it's been a while. But this one has actually been a while since we last talked, really. Yeah, I think it's been two weeks since we actually talked. Uh, <laughs> we had our fantasy football draft. School started. Uh, NFL season started. College football started. Yeah, college football too. Uh, sorry, let me bring up my notes because I was a few things I want to talk about. You're good. I, know, I just. I know... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the, I know the one thing I want to talk about first off is uh, Colorado and Deion Sanders. Yeah, let's talk about college. I think it's crazy how everybody was hating Colorado, saying that they were doing like their system wrong by just rebuilding everything, and mm-hmm. it's kind of working. So, <laughs> joke's on them, I guess. Yeah, I um, obviously thought like there was obviously potential because he was bringing in five-star recruits and all that. And mm-hmm. Charles Hunter and all that. I was actually very concerned with his son because I I saw him playing in like in the HBCUs. I thought I thought it was pretty good, but I thought you know I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to transition to like I don't want to say like actual schools, but like top top twenty five schools. That was, that was my concern. And he actually played insane against TCU. Yeah, he went crazy. And I thought uh, his other son, who plays cornerback, led the team in tackles too. So Shiloh. I guess yeah, they're just showing out. Yeah, it was pretty insane. Like. Uh, I know. I don't know if you watched the game. Did you? Yeah, the TCU one. I watched uh towards the end. Uh, but they were having a shootout. It was kind of crazy to watch. Yeah, that game was very fun to watch. Like, I don't think TCU is as good as they were last year because a lot of their players went to the draft. So I don't think they're. I don't think they're. They deserve that. I think number twenty two ranking at the time. But I still think it was very impressive for Colorado to beat them. Oh, I agree. Colorado went into that game having like. Basically nothing to lose, but every everything to lose because you know they had done everything differently in the off season. Yeah, like changed everybody, and they yeah. kind of just proved everyone wrong. Yeah, like if they lost, like so many people would have clowned Dion. Yeah, been, it'd been bad. I thought it was cool in the press conference how he kept uh, receipts of like the uh, journalists and stuff who were like bad mouthing them, and he uh, was like yeah. asking them questions. It was kind of cool. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That uh, that dude Travis Hunter is is a dog. Yeah, that was my next thing. I knew it was a big deal when Travis Hunter went to the HBCU because he was what a five star, and everybody thought that he would never do that. Yeah, he was the number one like overall recruit. And now look at him, bro. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I some of these like college kids I know from in high school because uh you know destroying right. Yeah, he yeah, watched he watched him. Yeah, he had like multiple videos with Travis Hunter, so that's the only reason I knew who he was. Yeah, gotcha. uh, he's he was able to like I was like able to follow him through like YouTube and be and kind of be a fan of his. Dude, the, the amount of, dog. Dude, he is, and the amount of gas that he gets from Dion is cool too. Like I saw an interview, I think it was yesterday, where Dion was talking about Travis Hunter, and he was basically saying that Travis Hunter is everything Dion was like times two. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like he the way he can play offense and defense, it, it just it makes no sense. And the the memes just never runs out of stamina. Yeah, the memes about Dion coaching himself in college is actually hilarious to me because it's literally true. Yeah. And then I, I think he played like what a hundred something snaps uh, against TCU and was still saying he was tired. Well, he said or he was he, saying he wasn't tired. Yeah, he wasn't tired. Like he was ready to go more. It's kind of cool. Yeah, he played like an insane amount because I think at halftime he was already at like over fifty snaps played. Yeah, and he should have had two more touchdowns. I think. 
Oh, yeah, he had like one thrown at him, and it was like I don't want to say it was overthrown, but it was like a sl- it could have been a little better, but it was in his hands, and he could have caught it, but then he just dropped it. Yeah, because it was kind of like had to be a diving catch. The amount of like uh swag that team has is cool too. Like, did you see last week? Uh, Shiloh did the thing with the watch, or sh- it's not Shiloh. Should there? Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Uh, Shiloh actually has a mouthpiece that has like diamond teeth on it which is pretty cool <laughs> they're so like they just flex on everybody bro yeah i mean you might as well Dude, everyone, everyone hates you or not everyone hates you but a lot of the media hates you yeah i didn't realize travis hunter uh live streamed by the way yeah i think he does uh like warzone like 2k stuff like that yeah i keep seeing like clips of him and he's actually kind of funny <laughs> yeah, he's actually a pretty funny guy apparently he asked shador for money like a lot because shador's rich yeah <laughs> Well, they're both uh, going to be rich, hopefully, if they make it to the NFL. Yeah. I, I really would like to see Shadur and Shiloh make it to the NFL. That'd be sick. Like, just... I mean, I think uh, Shadur will, if he continues. I don't... Shiloh, I don't know. Because isn't it harder to get into the NFL as a corner? See, I don't know if he plays corner, though. I, I've seen him playing, like, linebacker and safety. Mm. So, I don't know if he's, like, been moving around. Gotcha. I thought it was corner, my bad. No, like I said, I have no idea. He, I think he plays, like, multiple positions. So I don't want to say it's only safety, only linebacker, only corner. He's just him, then? He's everywhere on defense? Yeah. Like, I don't know if he'd make it to the NFL. He's probably, like, Shadur's probably more likely. But I have no idea. Yeah. So I know before we started recording, we were kind of, or you were kind of talking about who you thought your top four in college would be. Mm-hmm. Way early season prediction, but who do you think your uh, college football playoff finalists are? I, I think I said my top four was. I'm probably gonna forget it again. Uh, I was saying Michigan, Florida State, Georgia, and Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's a, a big underdog this year. Not an underdog, but just like I think they're not expected to be as good as they are right now. Yeah, I don't really know much about Notre Dame. I just know uh, the quarterback Sam Hartman was on a show I used to watch on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know much about Notre Dame either, but I watched their first game, and obviously it was against Navy, and it was like a very, very easy team to play. But yeah. he just looked like a pro quarterback. It was, it was pretty crazy watching him. He's been around the block for a while. Yeah, I think he's like a super senior. I don't want to say exactly how many years he's been in the league, but I think it's not league the, in college. I think it's been at least six. I want to say you're right because he graduated a year or two before we did in high school. Oh yeah, then he's definitely six years at least. Because yeah. I don't do the whole red shirt, red shirt freshman thing. Either way, if Stinson Bennett got into the league, uh, Sam Hartman can if he keeps it up. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Same uh, with Hendon Hooker because he was twenty five. Yeah, I forgot about Hendon. I'm trying to think of other big things from college. Duke beat Clemson. Uh, that was yeah. big. That was that was big because it took all my money. Dude, I was literally using Clemson as like, you know, like a parlay booster thinking it's free. I'll just it'll make me a little bit more money. And then they sold me on like three bets. Yeah, I had them on like, I think. Like five to ten bets had them on it. That's my last leg. And I was like, yeah, this shit's a lock. I'm adding it to everything. And they lost. The thing that made me mad is they didn't really even like lose to Duke. It was more of they beat themselves because they fumbled like three times in like on like the one yard line. Yeah, they just made so many mistakes. Like it was, it was making me so mad because I don't think, well, I don't want to say Duke isn't good. I think Duke are good, but they're, I don't think they're on the level of Clemson. 
Well, yeah, because everybody knows that Clemson's supposed to run the ACC. Like, yeah. that's what they do. And then Duke beat them like that. It was so annoying. Yeah, like, another, and like I don't know if we already talked about it or not. I know we talked about it before, but uh, LSU versus Florida State, that one was also kind of like a, LSU is kind of supposed to win. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's supposed to win, but they were, I think, higher ranked than yeah, Florida State. I think, I think LSU just had, like, the SC, or their division ranking thing. Like, they just got ranked higher because of ranking. I don't know yeah. if people were really high on them going into the year. I'm not sure. I mean, evidently yeah, they were. Because Jaden Daniels was a, like, I think before the game, so I was like, Jaden Daniels is my pick to win the Heisman. Yeah. And then he goes out there and plays absolutely terrible. And it made me mad. Like, I know he can't really throw the ball, but he's a really good runner. And I was like, expecting him to do is run the ball a lot. And that would allow him to throw the ball more. And they just played so bad. Yeah. FSU looks real, though. Like, that defense is kind of real. Yeah, FSU looked really good. I didn't know who FSU's quarterback was, but... Jordan Travis. <laughs> yeah, he had a game. <laughs> yeah, I think last year was his first year being the starter for the team, and it was like... It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't amazing. So I don't think anybody really had too high of expectations for him. And he just went out there and played insane. Yeah. I don't know. Did you? Uh, I didn't really ask you. Do you have a final four? Uh, so I haven't watched as much as you. I uh-huh. will say I think Michigan's going to be there. Georgia looks like Georgia. Their offense is a little weird because they have a what is it? New quarterback? Like you before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Georgia, Michigan are definitely locks. I don't know about Notre Dame just because I haven't watched them. Mm-hmm. FSU looked really good. They were scary against LSU. Uh, I guess. Washington would be my shout. I don't. Okay, I was. I was gonna say that's not a terrible pick because I think that's like my underrated pick right there. Well, I really like the uh, Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, Michael but, Penix Jr. is a yeah, dog. I think he's a dog. I really like him. He had like four hundred yards last last week. I think those are my sleeper pick to be top four. Yeah, Michael Penix is. I hope he gets drafted because I, I bet on him and he was a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know much about him besides like me betting on that game, but I was he played really well. Yeah, and then yeah, I guess that's my top four. Like uh, another one that I feel like people would probably be like, this team should be a top four is USC because of Caleb Williams. But I just don't. I don't think USC as a team is good. I think Caleb Williams is insane and is a dog and it's probably like number one overall draft pick. But I just don't think USC as a team is good. I think people overvalue quarterbacks as like how good the team is going to be. Like, they look at the quarterback, and they're like, this team's going to be this good because of him. But they yeah. don't look at the whole roster. Because, like, last year, at, like, the end of the season, they played uh, a bowl game. I think they played against Tulane. Mm-hmm. And they were up, like, 40 points at some point. They were up, like, 20 or 30 points at one point, And then they ended up losing that game to Tulane. Just because the defense is not good, and the overall team isn't as good as people think they are. Yeah. Caleb Williams is a dog, though. Oh, no, he's a dog. Just, I don't. I wonder who's gonna draft him, because I know I Cardinals are terrible, and I think they say they're sticking with Kyler. Kyler they Murray. want Kyler. Yeah. Yeah. So I, don't I have know. no idea where he would go. Maybe. Well, Tennessee wouldn't. Uh, they could. Who knows? You think Panthers? Okay. <laughs> Maybe the Bucks. Maybe, but I Baker Mayfield's the guy. <laughs> no, sir. Let's not let's not jump in the NFL yet. Yeah. We'll get there in a little bit. But uh, uh, I think that's all I have on college for right now. So, kind of just like a me thing. I grew up watching UNC my whole life, so I guess mm-hmm. they're like my sweetheart team. Like I just love UNC. Mm-hmm. I think Drake May is a dog. 
Here we go. And I need him to go off this year. He's okay. going to be better than Sam Howell. That's my It wouldn't be that hard. Sam Howell was a bum. Sam Howell had a great, what was it, junior year? Yeah, it's easy to have one good year. It's not. It's pretty difficult to have good multiple years. Uh, okay. Before before we leave college, though, I hate that you like UNC, man. That's so <laughs> dumb. They're but, never uh, good. We should talk about our our team, man. ECU. Yeah, man, the ECU Pirates. We want the, Bama, bro. We want we Bama. want Bama. Oh, and two, and we want Bama. <laughs> our so, team is terrible, man. It is, but I won't lie. After watching first week against Michigan. I'm not going to say I had high hopes, but we held Michigan to 30 points. So I think our it's more of probably because they didn't want to keep scoring. Yeah, but in col- college is based around scoring as many points as you can for rankings. Like you need to put up points and they weren't able to. I mean, yeah, but JJ McCarthy left after like the beginning of the third quarter. So once your starting quarterback leaves, I mean, they don't really necessarily care. Yeah. Like, the game's over at that point. Like, yeah, if they score more. It's OK, but it's not like we're going out there to score more. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on the whole that you need points for rankings and stuff like that. Yeah, but they were already number two. They're not going to go down. That's fair. Scoring one less touchdown. And then the game against Marshall, I thought we were doing not amazing, but we weren't doing bad until like halftime in the lightning delay. And then I don't no, know yeah, what... our our offense looks terrible, but our defense looks really good. That's how it's been like every year we've been there. Yeah. Though. I know it's like dumb saying our defense is really good given given the fact they lost I think like thirty thirty one to like fourteen. Yeah, but the defense was putting up an insane fight. Yeah, when your defense is on the field time. all the time, they're gonna be tired, so they can't do anything anyways. Yeah, like we don't even have a quarterback. I don't even know who our starting quarterback. Well, our, our starting quarterback is Mason Garcia, but I don't know who the if they're switching again because they're both. Uh, I don't know if they're either of them are good. We have Garcia and the Alex Flynn guy, but I don't know that. I, that's what I was trying to talk to you about. I don't know who our actual QB is because they switch him off a lot. Well, Mason Garcia is a starting quarterback, but I don't know if they're like gonna switch back to the other guy because this guy didn't play that well. Gotcha. Well, we got a big game against App State this weekend. Let's hope we can upset them. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, screw up State. Don't they? They don't have the same quarterback as they used to, right? I have no idea. I don't keep up with uh, App State. Uh, I know the Aguilar guy, I'm pretty sure, had a good game against UNC, which scares me. Like, I don't really keep up with college football ever unless, like, it's a big game. But this year, I've been betting a lot more on college football. So I was like, I, I know some stuff, not everything. Yeah. That's about all I have for uh, college, then. Yeah. Uh, guess we can talk about our fantasy football draft now. Yeah. So we finally had our fantasy football draft. We've been preparing for it for a while. I don't think I came away with a good team, but I don't think I came away with the worst team either for the first year in like the last three years. I think I'm going back to back champion. You already Dude, know what you it are is. Not man. Nah, I think my team is terrible. A lot of the players I wanted got taken like around before, or like the pick right before me. Yeah, I kind of wish. I kind of wish I would have given myself the fourth round pick, kind of like I the, the pick I had last year, mm-hmm. and I would have just, I would just taken some of the top guys. Wouldn't you have gotten CMC at that pick? Yeah, I would have gotten CMC. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, someone in our league took uh, Travis Kelsey pick number two. Yeah, and then, like, the guy was on the auto draft, so I was going to be able to get, like, a high a high player. And then nobody took CMC, and then the guy that was auto draft was right before me, so he automatically took CMC. I'm <laughs> sure if he was actually, like, drafting, he probably would have taken him anyways. Which is, like, that chance that I could have had CMC with a sixth overall pick. Just went sad, yeah. I mean, seventh overall pick. I think, uh, 
I mean, I, first round pick, you can't go wrong with Jefferson. Yeah, like, you can't go wrong with him. I think that's about the only good pick I made. Maybe Tony Pollard was okay. I mean, my first round pick was uh, it was Devontae Adams. I don't know somebody was like, "Wow, that's a that's a that's a reach right there." I do agree; it's probably somewhat of a reach, but I think uh, Adams and Jimmy G are going to be a nice little little duo. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was Adams or Stephon Diggs, right? Well, it was really it was um, it was either Adams, Diggs, or I think Nick Chubb. Maybe let me see if he was available there. Wait, we can actually. Uh, where's a draft recap? Uh yeah, you actually had a lot there, Dave. Yeah, but the thing is, I wanted Nick Chubb, but I was like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna take a receiver here because I think I've told you, like my my uh st- draft strategy every year is running back, running back, receiver, and yeah. then running back again. But this year, I want to try something different: go receiver, receiver, running back, or like go receiver, running back. Mm-hmm. But this year, I was like, with my pick, I'm gonna take a receiver, and then I'm gonna get a running back and later on. Because I thought the first few were little little question marks in my opinion. Like I think yeah. all the top running backs were gonna do really well, but I just I, I don't want to take a first round pick on them. Dude, ESP. I wanted to talk to you about this, but I didn't say it draft night. ESPN gave me false hope because they had Amon Ra dropping the pick number twenty, which is where I was. Mm-hmm. And I saw you drafting, and I was like, "There's no way he's gonna do it. You don't want Amon Ra, Dave." Because <laughs> I was I really thought you were gonna go running back, and you went him. <laughs> oh yeah i'm looking at the draft recap now now i remember exactly what happened it made me so sad bro i was like there's no way he's someone's following to me because you know you had like Diggs and amon raw and i think uh aj brown was also there i was like mm-hmm. i'm getting one of them and none of them fell to me so the thing was i took Devonte adams with the idea that i was gonna take garrett wilson in the in second round and then yeah. the, he got taken first first over on the second round so i was like crap now i don't know what i'm doing I'm taking a running back, and then Amon Ross St. Brown was there, so I was like, well, well, crap. I love Amon Ra, so I gotta take him. I wish I would have taken Nick Chubb now, but I'm yeah. not complaining about Amon Ra. See, I had I got Jefferson pick one. I know I wasn't picking for a long time, so I was like, I'm either gonna get like, you know, like an Amon Ra, or I'm getting a running back one. Mm-hmm. And Nick Chubb got taken the round before. So I was like, fuck. Yeah, I, I really Pollard. wanted Nick Chubb. Yeah, I had to go Pollard and Waddle. I don't think Pollard's a terrible pick. I think Pollard's going to be pretty good this year. Yeah. For what was left, I think I took... I think I wish I took Olave over Waddle. But yeah. I, we'll I would have taken a Waddle just because of Tyreek Hill. You know, I'm super high on Waddle, though. Yeah, you are every year, man. Dude, I can't believe you started that love for Waddle uh, for his rookie year because you traded him to me. Yeah. He's been there ever since. <laughs> That guy. I finally started off a year one and zero for the first time in like three years. Yeah, I, I'm used to starting the year one and zero. No, and like not trying to be cocky or anything, but I usually start one and zero, and and then I feel like my team always just goes downhill after that. Yeah, because I can never I, go two and zero. I will say I shouldn't have started out one and zero. The guy had Garrett Wilson, yeah. and was gonna score way more than fourteen points, but Aaron Rodgers got a season-ending injury, so it kind of belled me. Yeah, like, I don't want to, like I obviously the person I was playing only put up seventy points, so I didn't really get belled at all. But like my defense putting up thirty five points was like imagine like it would have been like a close game, and it's like only my defense is left to play, and then the Cowboys defense just puts up thirty five points. Dude, I saw a lot of people on Twitter who had to go up against Tyree Kill in the Dallas defense, and that just sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, 
So I guess now that we're, well, is there anything else fantasy you want to talk about? I'm trying to see if there was any like, uh, so I was trying to look if there's like any like picks so far that's kind of been like a steal. I know Calvin really in the fourth is kind of a steal. I mm. think uh, the guy who got Mark Andrews was saying he got a steal when he got him. I was a roommate, Drew. I don't think it's a steal. Gotcha. I think mm. Calvin Ridley round four, maybe? No. Yeah, I literally just said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to look. I think James Cook in the seven could be a potential pick. Mm. This is obviously obvious, but I think my Michael Pittman Jr. in the end round eight is a, is a solid pick. <laughs> Very solid. You see that? I took Swift in round eight. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to Drake London round nine kind of sounds like a still, except he played really bad. Oh, a, a pick that made me so mad was our friend Ian. I don't know how he took this guy and how he knows, which makes me think that he was drafting with somebody in the room with him or something. He took Zay Flowers round 11, one of four. And I was that was the guy I was gonna plan on taking. I don't know how he knows who that is, or if he just randomly took a guy. I don't. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I bet he probably just like googled late round picks, and that was one of them. Because Zay Flowers is someone I've been high on all all year since he got drafted. Because I think he's gonna be receiver one for them. Yeah, so I don't think Odell is gonna be like the go to guy. I'm surprised. Uh, wait, Eckler went pick three in our league too. I didn't realize that. Yeah. My God. I feel Nico, bad. Nico Collins in round 11, picked by me, is a sleeper pick. <laughs> the guy That's who a... got cup, I feel bad for. Yeah. Mm. Dude, Bryce Young in round 15. Yikes, what a bust. Oh, that's a lock right there, man. You already dropped him. Yeah, he's coming back to the team. I drop and pick up players all the time, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have anything else in fantasy to talk about. Yeah, I think that was it. I'm sure we'll make a TikTok of our actual teams to show off our teams. Yeah, I, I want to do that. Let, let the people decide who's, whose team is better. Honestly, they're going to say my team. Uh, okay, I got Justin Jefferson. I instantly won. Why are you in my division? I'm kicking you out of my division as league manager. <laughs> are you scared of me or something? No, divisions don't mean anything. I'm just, I don't want you in my division. I only have winners <laughs> in my division. Dude, so far I'm winning there. Yeah, can we just see you go one in thirteen? Okay, it's not like two years ago. Just give me Justin Jefferson for a bag of chips, and I don't want to tell nobody. <laughs> so week one of the NFL happened. Week two is about to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna start with the Steelers. I was really disappointed in how we played. I knew we weren't gonna beat the 49ers, but in my head, I was like, you know, maybe we can keep it kind of close. Yeah. No, that just didn't happen. Deontay Johnson got hurt. Cam Hayward's hurt. Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace looked like burnt toast. And we only played Joey Porter Jr. for seven plays. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, we only played him seven times when we were getting burnt on defense every single play. Yeah, I, mean, I probably want to go put him out there and let him get exposed. Well, we should have at that point because Levi Wallace and Pat Pete were getting exposed. Uh, I didn't actually watch the game. Like, uh, what do you think was the problem there? Literally, so our play calling was really bad. And I know I say this every game, but you remember last year when we would compare our teams and it would be like bad, like it would be like run, run, check down, run, run, check down. Mm-hmm. It was that, and it felt like 
Matt Canada gave Kenny Pickett no options to throw the ball to anybody. <laughs> I think a great example of this would be like we had a third and like third and goal on like the nine yard line, right? Mm-hmm. And we run a four verticals. We don't have room on the field to be running four verts because what are they supposed to do after they hit back of the end zone? Run around and get open, wave your hands around. Yeah, but then we <laughs> we threw a pick on that one, and then we ran the uh, the Forty ers defensive coordinator came out and said in the first half we ran the same offensive play seven times, so <laughs> they got a pick on that play because we just kept running the same shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what our problem was, and then our defense looked really bad. Ayuk looked like prime Randy Moss against Patrick Peterson. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember seeing like all the pictures, like memes on and Twitter, and just seeing like like it was like. Total yards, it was like 199 to one yard that the Steelers yeah. had. Yeah, it was bad. So I was like really sad. I took Jersey off crying and shit. So uh, I don't know if this is true, but my friend said that he heard a rumor. I don't know if he heard on Twitter or where, but he said that Matt Can- the only reason Matt Canada got a job was because the college that Matt Canada was at, he got his uh, son or daughter a scholarship, I think. So I think that's what he said. I don't know if that's really? true at all. So I think I don't that's know. that's what he says. Like the only reason Matt Canada has a job with the Steelers. What I know about Matt Canada is since he joined the league in like 2020 or 2021, we are the only team who hasn't had a 400 offensive yard game. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so sad. And I also know that the reason he wasn't fired last year is because most of our offensive staff was his guys. But mm-hmm. then. Kenny Pickett saved his ass at the end of the year by winning like seven out of eight games on insane drives. So, screw you, Matt Canada. That's just the goat, man. That's the guy. Yeah, the down. My goat keeping the Steelers from winning. How do you think you're uh, the Panthers did, man? Uh, the game really made me mad because the the Panthers played the defense played great. Like the dude, like Desmond Ritter, only Ritter Riddler. Uh, it's he only Ritter, threw. He only threw like uh thirty six pa- uh, pass yards by like halftime, so they played great. Defense great, offense looked a little iffy. Like Bryce Young, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say he's a bust at all, just because his first game or whatever. Yeah, he definitely made some bad, uh, bad plays, some mistakes. But I feel like that's gonna happen with any quarterback, especially his rookie year. Mm-hmm. And I think the, I think the Falcons are in a terrible team, so I'm not. I'm not, like, too worried right now. I think if they go, like, maybe, like, if they lose, like, three, four games, then I'll be worried. But I think it's okay right now. Cause, I think like, was... I was... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was, saying, like, uh, I was watching the game, and he made some pretty good reads, some pretty good plays. Like, I wouldn't say, like, his height is an issue. Like, maybe his, like, decision-making was a little bad because he was, like, it's, like, obviously the NFL, so they're going to disguise defenses differently. He would, like, try to throw it down the middle, and, like, the safety would come up and just, like, intercept it. That was the biggest problem for him. I was going to say, I feel like Bryce Young looks really, really comfortable when he drops back in the pocket. Like, Yeah, he looked comfortable. Like I said, his height or his his build really isn't the problem right now is what I'm seeing. Yeah, I think the O-line is y'all's problem because he doesn't have enough time back there. Eh, I wouldn't necessarily say the O-line is a problem right now. I don't think it's great, but there was definitely times where he had a lot of time to pass. Yeah. Um. I think, and I think the Rangers lost that game because eventually, like after some long, the uh, the offense was able to finally like start getting something going. Because uh, but John Robinson was, but John Robinson, I think is going to be insane. That dude, anytime he touched the ball, he would just take off like a rocket. 
his reception touchdown was kind of sick. He like broke a tackle or two tackles and yeah. just ran through him. Yeah. Yeah, that was a touchdown that kind of just like broke me that day. I was like, oh, we got a chance. And then that touchdown, I was like, well, see, this is probably going to be a loss. <laughs> At least you thought you had a chance in that game. And mine, after the kickoff, I knew it was over. So. Oh, no. We had a chance for a long time. And after the, like, the third, end of the, or near the end of the third, it was just like over. You ended yeah. up scoring like two, three touchdowns on us. I'm worried bad. about y'all's like receiving core staying healthy. Eh, I'm not worried about that. Like we have other receivers. It's just I don't know if they're that good. Yeah, because I I was I was like I was Adam Thielen's cool. Like he's gonna be like the rece- the guy who's like the target, like the go to guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't think he's as good as he used to be. I I, I hope I would like to see how the team's gonna look with DJ Chark back this week. Oh, is he actually coming back? I thought he was hurt for like three weeks. No, he's he's back. Awesome. Okay. Hayden Hurst looks like the target guy as well. Yeah, he looks pretty good. So I picked him up on my fantasy team. I don't mm-hmm. know if, no, not my this team, but like my other league, I picked him up. Yeah, sure. I think he's going to be a pretty good uh, weapon for Bryce Young. Well, he just looked like a, like a target machine. Yeah. Kinda. It's kind of funny because I think two of the picks were because he was trying to get it to Hayden Hurst. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have I have high hopes for Bryce Young. He doesn't look terrible. Definitely better than our quarterback situation last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wouldn't be too upset with them losing more because I do want to go to a Panthers game. And hopefully the tickets will go down. <laughs> I hope y'all's uh, defense stays healthy. I like Horn a lot. Oh, that motherfucker's a bum. bum. That motherfucker's already out for like half the year, I think. Wait, really? Yeah, he's has he has a serious hamstring injury. Oh, my God. They might be out for a while. I really like Burn because they give him really good Madden cards. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Uh, I'm trying to think. What did you think of the uh, the Chiefs' loss to the Lions? I thought that was kind of big. It lost me a little bit of money. Uh, actually made me money. Uh, I was expecting it. I really? told my boy like two, three weeks ago. I was like, the Lions are losing, or I mean, the Chiefs losing to the Cowboys. He was like, no, you don't bet on it if you really are sure about it. I was like, I am. I already bet money on it because, <laughs> like, I, I don't think the Chiefs are ever. I, I've always, I guess, you can call me a Chiefs hater because I never thought they've been that good. And I think the Lions are pretty good this year. Yeah. Like, I think Jared Goff last year was so underrated. Well, I I was looking, or they were showing his stats from last year. I didn't realize how many picks he didn't throw. Like, he yeah, tied I, his career for least picks thrown in a season on his worst team. Yeah, I think he, he threw, like, 20-something touchdowns and, like, maybe five picks at, my, at most. It was, like, yeah, seven, six, or five, one of those numbers. But he tied his career lowest playing for the worst team he's ever played on, in theory. Yeah, like, he had a really good last, a really good year last year, but just, like, nobody really paid attention to it because it was the Lions. Yeah, and now I feel like Lions have, like, everything going for them. Yeah, like that. The, I feel like the offense is pretty good with Amon Ra. Um, Jameer Gibbs is gonna be insane to watch. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs is gonna be insane. Nobody else really caught the ball really. I think um, Josh Reynolds was making plays. I was surprised Marvin Jones didn't do anything really that game. Yeah, I think he I, had like what, two catches, and that was what, it. What caught me by most surprise is the amount of times Kadarius Tony had wide open throws that he just dropped. Oh uh, yeah, they uh, yeah they def Chiefs should have definitely won that game. If Kadarius Tony could have caught a ball, they would have won that game. Dude, what's crazy to me is even when Pat throws you a perfect pass, it resulted in a pick six. Like, come on. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> One thing I will say is I absolutely hate Chris Collinsworth because mm-hmm. he 
he meat writes Pat Mahomes more than I've seen anybody in my life. Everybody just loves Mahomes like it's it's wild. No, yeah, I agree. There's people that love him, but Chris Collinsworth is insane. Yeah. Like he Chris, uh, Pat Mahomes could have a really bad game and Chris Collinsworth would still call him like a great quarterback. Which he <laughs> is a great quarterback, but in that instance he'd be like, Yeah, he's having an off game, but you know, he's been out there making plays, uh been playing like a great quarterback and it's like, dude, what? Yeah, he just like hasn't been at all. <laughs> like uh I remember seeing people on Twitter talking about it too and they were like Brian Branch had a pick six, and he didn't even like talk about like Brian Branch at all. He just talked about how he just talked about Patrick Mahomes the whole time. Yeah, dude, I can't believe Branch has like a season-ending injury too. Really? Well, he got hurt. I don't know if it was season-ending. He got he's like out though for a while. Are you sure? Yeah, he got hurt a few plays later. I think you're lying. Uh-uh. it's Brian Branch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking over right now. I can't yeah, type you, a one. You can hand. probably hear me typing. Wait, he's currently not listed as injured. He walked out. He okay. Something happened in that game, like a few plays later, where he like walked to the sideline, and I thought he was like hurt. Yeah, he probably like got hurt, but he's not like season ending. Gotcha. My bad then. Either way, I thought it was crazy that he called a pick six in his first game, and then immediately like had to walk out. Yeah, get, get your facts straight before you start reporting, buddy. Yeah, my bad. Oh no, he did leave early due to the cramps. That's what it was, but it was an IR injury. He was just, like, out for the game. Sorry. Yeah, check his sources next time, buddy. Yeah. Uh, That happened. Uh, I'm a little bit worried for D-Hops. So I have D-Hop in a different fantasy league, and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit worried about his stock after Tannehill throws three picks like that. Uh, I think I don't, I think, I don't think that should be a worry. Like, I don't know if D-Hop will be. I still think it's a big question mark. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that game should be something you should be worried about because I think Saints defense isn't too bad and against the first first game of the year like I think a lot of people are overreacting right now because it's first first game of the year yeah trying to think Michael Michael Thomas is back I didn't watch that game at all so I have no idea I didn't say anything about it uh it was like the first time he's played in two years Chris Olave masterclass honestly I told you man his receptions were a lock yeah, he had like a master class. Tennessee played really bad. I don't know how Tennessee was close in that game. You didn't miss much at all. It was really boring. I uh, know. I was like watching Red Zone and I kept seeing the score and it was it was an ugly score. Yeah, it was boring. I don't think they like got over 10 points until... I don't even know if they ever got over 10 points. I'm not... I don't remember. I just know Olave had a lot of receptions. Michael Thomas had a few big receptions and there was three interceptions thrown. <laughs> Jesus. D-Hop didn't do much. Uh, the one game I was kind of paying attention to a lot was Anthony Richardson, the Colts versus the Jaguars, because I had a lot of money on that game. Like that game won me like a hundred dollars. Jesus. Um, because uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I just said talking about betting. Uh, I was just really interested in that game because it was his first game, and I, I don't want to say like I'm a fan of his. I'm not a fan of him in college, or I wasn't a fan of him in college. Like seeing him transition to the NFL and seeing how like good of a guy he is and like who he is as a person has made me a fan of his because mm-hmm. uh, i saw a, i saw a video on twitter the uh i think it was yesterday it was of him like with his helmet off and he like went up to the guy with the like the chain gang you know the yeah. guys who hold the four down mark or whatever the first down or whatever mm-hmm. he's like walked out doing like and like shook his hand I was like hey man and just like shook his hand like and after the guy just like looked really really happy 
Well, dude, in one of the preseason games, the the staff of the field or whatever had to kick Anthony Richardson off the field because he was signing too many autographs. Like it oh, was yeah, past time. Like he's such a nice dude. Yeah, I, I really hope he has a good career just because he seems like a very nice guy. Which yeah, is something I really didn't expect from him. I really like him and Bryce Young because they're nothing like how I expected them to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm and that game, he, he he played not too bad. I yeah. know they were... It was kind of... Mm, they Dude, definitely could have won that game. That was a Calvin Ridley masterclass. I was so excited to see Calvin come back. Yeah, I had his... All, I refer to everything in gambling, but I had his receiving yards, and he smoked that. Bro, people forgot that he was, like, leading Julio Jones on that Falcons team before he got suspended. Well, I don't think anybody forgot, because a lot of people were big on Calvin Ridley. Yeah. I guess it's just, like, nice to see him do what we knew he was capable of. Yeah, because uh, he hasn't played in, two in what, one or two years? Yeah. But he's still so fast and He's just his footwork and route running is insane. And Trevor Lawrence just keeps getting better and better and better every single year. Yeah, I wish I could trade for him again this year. <laughs> no, somebody sent me that boy over last year. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> there. God, that was such a shit trade. But uh, yeah, Anthony Richardson had like a rushing touchdown, and I want to say they were winning at one point, but then the Jags came back obviously because Jags I think are going to be really good this year. Yeah. I think he also threw for like over two hundred passing yards. Yeah, I have, like I only know some of these stats because I was watching some of the game, but it was like mainly red zone because they yeah, kept I just, scoring. I was just watching red zone. But I'm on my other fantasy team, and he did really, really good for a rookie quarterback on his, in his first year. Yeah, that's I was expecting him to not compete at all. Like well, knowing he... that he's kind of like had like limited experience in college, I expect him to do really bad. Yeah, that's. And what I think he did the best with. out of all the rookie quarterbacks. I'm pretty sure he, yeah, no, he did. Because Bryce, Bryce didn't do that well. CJ Stroud didn't have a touchdown. Yeah, CJ did bad. Who Will else? Levis isn't playing. Yeah, oh, yeah, Will Levis. Hayden Hucker isn't playing either. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think know. he did the best out of the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, moving over to the uh Dolphins. Tyreek said before the season started he was going for two thousand years and. He's years. on or two thousand yards, <laughs> <laughs> and he's on par, bro. He is on par. No, I don't think he's on par. I think he's on on route to reach a three thousand. Jesus, <laughs> I think that's what I saw. The stat was that uh, if he continues, he, then he'd be at three thousand. Well, he's just solidifying why he's the best wide receiver in the league. Uh, I think the I think the Chargers defense is bad. I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna be getting. Obviously, he's not getting two hundred every every game or whatever. Yeah, it's either him or Waddle. One of them always gets receptions, while the other one always gets yards. Like I don't want to say I, I, he definitely will probably reach like close to two thousand or two thousand, but I definitely feel like the defense is just was just bad that he played against. Chargers are always so weird though, because their defense on paper looks really good, and they never play to that potential. The, the thing is. I always have this thing with the Chargers. It's the fact that I don't think Justin Fields is a good game time manager. You mean if you watch their games, well, who did I say? Justin Fields? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I meant Justin Herbert. Yeah. If you watch their games, it's literally like a 50, 60, 70 yard touchdown every other like every other play. Yeah, he scores too quick. Yeah, that's the problem though, is they score way too quick and they lead too much time. Like their game like you'll see them scoring like three, four touchdowns a game. But then you'll see the other team score three, four, five touchdowns a game. Yeah. So it's like they're just the defense is gonna is gonna get tired and it's gonna be out there all the time. Uh, they, it's crazy to me how Herbert has so many losses that are like one possession. Like yeah. I swear that's always how the Chargers lose. 
Yeah, but I, I will also not only put on him because it's obviously coaching too. Like they should be running the ball a lot more when like they they have the leads. Mm-hmm. But it's also like it's hard to like not throw the ball when a player is like deep when he's like 60, 70 yards down the field. So it's hard. But they the, the whole team just has to be better at game time management. Yeah. Because there's no point in going out there and like throwing three, four touchdowns for like 400 yards if you're just going to keep losing. Because the other team just sucks up all the clock anyways. Yeah, like you would definitely rather a quarterback throw for like maybe one or two touchdowns for 200 yards But and you win. get the win. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I think Tyreek Hill is going to be good this year. I don't know if he's the best receiver in the league. Yeah, I was kind of just gassing that one. But yeah. I think uh, Jay Jettas is definitely wide receiver one, and it's not really a debate. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're probably still a debate, like Diggs, Adams, stuff like that. Jamar Chase. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's oh. definitely top. Top. He's definitely over there. Then we finished the week off with the, uh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, Giants. man. Oh. It makes me hey. mad because last year I said the Cowboys are were like my sleeper pick to win or not win the Super Bowl. Go at least at least go to the Super Bowl. Maybe mm-hmm. win. And I still think that was a possibility. But then the offense just kind of started turning the ball over a lot. I think I they're really good. This is going to be good. I think they're going to be really good this year again. Yeah, I didn't realize over the offseason their defense got better by getting like Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. That defense is kind of terrifying with Micah Parsons and their cornerbacks, bro. Uh, yeah, that's why like, I, I'm, I'm high on them to go to the playoffs and go really far. I think they could win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. That defense is really good. Bro, they had like seven sacks. They had like seven sacks. Two picks, a fumble recovery. I think there was a fumble recovery for. Oh wait, no, that was a pick six. Yeah, pick six. I think uh, Cowboys depend on Dak's decision making this year. Like, if he can play, he doesn't even need to play amazing. Like he, his rookie year, he literally just has to be like Jimmy G this year, just enough to win. It's not even that. Like last year, he was playing good, but I mean, they, it wasn't. It was. It was not all on him because I was watching some of his games, and there was many times where he would throw the ball and. I remember there was one pass he threw. I think it was an overtime. Threw the ball, and it bounced off of a guy that was wide open. Bounced out of his hands and just went into the defender's hands and just it was a pick. I think it was a pick six, too. Damn. So it's not all on Dak Prescott. Gotcha. That game kind of solidified my reasoning for taking Pollard so high. I know he got two touchdowns, and he would have realistically only had like 10 points, but I need Pollard to be a show show out player this year. Oh yeah, like I said, I think Cowboys are winning this year because the defense is insane. The offense got way better. Pollard is insane. They have CD and Brandon Cooks now, which is I think is gonna be one of the best receiver duos in the league. Brandon Cooks is still fast as hell, bro. Yeah, like also we didn't get to see like what all they're capable of because it was just a blowout, so they didn't really get a chance to play the game like they normally would. Yeah, well they played Jets defense this week, which I think should be a good testament for Dak and what they're capable of doing. Yeah. So. I also think the Giants are going to be good this year. I just think they played a really good uh, Cowboys team. Yeah, I think uh, Giants is one of the teams that suspectfully like got better. Like They definitely did, in theory, get better. But I don't mm-hmm. think they'll play as good as they did last year. Because I don't think last year they were supposed to be doing what they were doing. Like The expectations for that team and what they were capable of doing by making the playoffs and winning round one, I don't think they can replicate that. I think they will. I personally think really? they will. Yeah, the defense is still good. I think the offense got a lot better. I think Daniel Jones has a lot more confidence now. So I think I think, I think they will be able to do it again. I think Philly and Dallas are just going to dominate that division. I think Giants aren't going to be able to get that wild card spot. 
I think they will. Uh, but we can agree to disagree. Yeah, we we can see at the end of the year. Yeah. Rams had a game, dude. I didn't expect Rams to to be good this year at all. And they put up what was that like thirty something on Seattle? Mm-hmm. Uh I don't mm, I don't think the Seahawks defense is that good. Well, I don't want to say that either. I think like like you said earlier, it's a little too early. But yeah. With that being said, I thought Seattle's defense was going to be a lot better because Rams did not look good at all last year without Cooper Cup. And they didn't have Cup this year to start off with, and they still did all right. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of the Rams and Seahawks game. I have no idea. I, was like, I don't really watch any of it. I just see like the highlights on Red Zone and just see like the Rams were just driving down the field a lot. Yeah. I know JSN didn't have that big of an impact. I think Tyler Lockett didn't do that well. Um... Seattle, I think DK Metcalf didn't do anything either. Uh, then maybe Seattle just had a really bad offensive game. I think they did because I think what they only scored three points, ten points, yeah, thirteen, I think. Thirteen. I just think the offense just didn't click yet, and the defense was still uh first week. Yeah, I do know they held Cam Akers to like not that many yards on a lot of carries, so maybe their run defense is good. Eh, not really, because he only had, like, I think it was eight carries after, like, the first half. It was really uh, Kyron Williams who was taking taking over and taking over, like, RB1 duty, and he was doing pretty well against the run game. Like, he scored two touchdowns. I think he got 60 yards. Gotcha. Never mind then. Yeah, so it's not really, like, the run defense yet. Like, the run defense could still be good, but I wouldn't say they were the reason they really had any play against Cam Akers. Gotcha. Fair point. Well, I think for week two, I'm really excited for... Uh, I think Chiefs-Jaguars is going to be really telling. If Chiefs are going to be able to, like, pick it up, you know? Mm-hmm. I think they could definitely have... They definitely have a chance of going 0-2, which would be really crazy. I think yeah. the Jaguars are pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think who else plays this week. I know the Colts and the Texans play because they have money on that game, which is going to be a really f- fun game to watch. Richardson versus, versus Richardson. Yeah. Steelers play the Browns, which won't be a good game, but it'll be really telling for how my season is going to go. Yeah, Panthers play the uh, Saints on Monday, and I think that's going to be a loss. Divisional games are fun to watch, though. Yeah. I don't know if this will be fun to watch. <laughs> I also am going to watch and have hope. I just want to keep seeing CJ or not CJ. I keep want. I just want to see Bryce Young like progressively get better as the season goes. Yeah, it only gets up from here. You hope. Well, yeah. Hopefully, we hope. (laughs) That's about all I have as far as NFL goes. I think. Yeah, that's basically all I have. Just as my week two expectations, Panthers hopefully can win. Bryce Young gets better. Hopefully, I win my (laughs) big bets. I could be up like five hundred dollars at the end of the week. I need, I need Matt Canada to show that he can run an offense. I need Kenny Pickett to play smarter. <laughs> Patrick Peterson needs to show why he's Patrick Peterson. Yeah, I don't think that was happening, man. Joey Porter Jr. needs more than seven snaps. Yeah, so he can go get burnt to like his dad. No, dude, his dad was a dog. <laughs> don't you ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah, that's all I've got. You want an outro? Nah, you got it, buddy. You did the intro, you got the outro. Well, you guys can take off your jerseys and your helmets. We're officially done with the episode. 
Uh, yeah. See you guys on the next podcast. I think we're going to try to go back to our actual topics. I do want to do it, or I think we both want to do another Pyramids one. Oh, yeah, we would definitely will get more into our topics, you know, maybe aliens, conspiracy theories, stuff like that. Yep. We'll figure it out. You'll Pretty see it. You'll see it when it's posted. Yeah. And then a lot more TikToks now. Uh, I've been slacking a lot recently. Yeah, I've been having to keep it up. But uh, yeah, see you guys. Later, guys.